Super Talk Mississippi media production. Now back to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Today is a really special day for Coast View. We have Governor Mavis, Governor Musgrove, Governor Barber, and Governor Bryant all at the same time. We're talking about the pandemic. We'll be talking in a few minutes about the Mississippi 30-Day Fund. And right now, we're actually entertaining the question that I asked before the break about how life has changed for them in the, in the pandemic. We heard from Governor Mavis and Governor Musgrove. Now, let's turn to uh, Governor Barber. How, how has life changed for you, Governor? Well, Ricky, of course, it's a, it's a gigantic change, and particularly for me, since my principal office was in Washington, but Marsha and I still live in the Edgy City. And, uh, it, it, and Marsha says... Hello to all her friends on the coast. Uh, she really, really made a lot of friends there in 2005. But uh, Marcia says the secret to our marriage, and we've been married 48 years, is that I've been gone 41. And <laughs> she said now all of a sudden she got me back in March, whole turkey. She put it. Uh, so we're, we're getting used to being uh, to being around each other uh, a lot more. I think on a serious note, one of the issues is how much of the change that we and everybody else in America has undergone is going to carry over and may result in fewer people working uh, in in uh, jobs that are done remotely, and maybe we've learned that we have a lot more capacity. I don't give. I don't want to give any. I don't know the answer to those things, but I know those are questions that are going to arise as we go forward. Yeah, they, those are going to be some tough ones for sure. Um, and uh, send our blessings to uh, to your wonderful wife. She was she was a part of coastal Mississippi after Hurricane Katrina. And wow, what she poured her heart out to the people of coastal Mississippi. Um, Governor Bryant, how has life changed for you? Well, our life changed pretty dramatically this year anyway. And so in January, we moved into a new home in the Allen community down in Kapai County, where my wife's family from. We love being in the country. Um, I, I was no longer governor, which takes a little bit of adjusting. I'm sure your other guests may say it's just not something that you get over overnight. So you have to work at that. Uh, new home, new job, uh, but uh, working remotely, going right into this COVID event, I think helped. It kept me at home. It let Deborah and I spend more time together. We actually started having dinners together. We would invite neighbors over, just our family to come and join us. So that time with our grandchildren is everyone saying the personal time gave me more tractor time, but also time to reflect on my faith. So I had more time in the morning for devotional. Uh, I was not running downstairs to take on the day of being governor. But reflecting on just now, 915 Mississippians that have lost their lives uh, due to COVID, uh, over 20,000 total cases, just now 20,000 cases in Mississippi, seeing how it affected small businesses and thus looking for a reason to go out and help. So you feel like, what can I do? How can I give something back? We're, we're all first responders here, each one of us. So when something happens, you go to it. You lean in, as everyone says. So trying to understand how we could lean in as a former governor and help. And, and so the 30-day 
fund came along and gave us that opportunity. I first heard about it from Sarah Huckabee Sanders, a friend of mine. I called Sarah and um, said, how do we get started? And then we reached Marie reached out to us and already found out they were weeks ahead of us, Brian and Marie. And, and uh, I think it's a God thing that they were sent here for this purpose. So uh, life has changed, but much of it has been for the better. Uh, even in these difficult conditions with all our uh, Mississippians, we're pulling together as one Mississippi, as we always do in times of tragedy. Yeah, that is so true. So interesting because each of you talk in terms of how you've personally reflected in this moment. It's really given us all a chance to kind of remind ourselves what in life is really important. And then the other thing is you're natural leaders. You you can't help it. You want to know what you can do to help the situation. And, and, uh, you know, I feel a lot, a lot the same way. I've always tried to, tried to, you know, give my leadership when I can. And uh, maybe this show is a way for me to be able to provide that. I was uh, catching up this morning on Stitcher. Steve Azar, you know him all. Uh, all of you know him. He's, uh, he's got a show on Super Talk called In a Mississippi Minute. And I was catching up on some shows that I had missed. And the one I ran across and listened to this morning was Steve Azar's conversation with Marty Stewart. It was, it was really great. Two authentic Mississippians having this great conversation about why they love this, the state. And as y'all know, they've done such a great job of representing Mississippi in their recording careers. And they really do love the state. Well, Steve said that there's so much that he loves about this place, but he really loves the people. He says, getting to know them. He says, you know, he says to Marty, Marty, we've been all over the world. But there's just something about the people in Mississippi. Then, then Marty says to him this, which I thought was really, really incredible. He said, he said that he loves Mississippi, but more than anything else beyond geography and the natural feel of the land, it's the quality of the people, the heart of the people. That thing in Mississippi that no place on earth has except us. I thought that was pretty powerful. But there is something special about the hearts of Mississippians. Isn't there, Governor, Governor Mavis? What What do you think of when you think of the hearts of Mississippians? Ricky, I'm a fourth generation Mississippian. My children are fifth generation, and I think about the the things that have have affected me so much personally. My mother died, and my high school classmates from uh, from Ackerman put together the food and everything because I lived in Jackson then and my mother lived in Jackson then. The way that people reach out, um, somebody said it's a place where people care when you're sick and know when you die, uh, that they, they care about you as an individual. They care about you as a human being. They, they care about not just you, but your family and how, how you react to hardships and how you react to joy. Um, that, um, you know, going out, one of the, or the great privilege of my life was being governor of Mississippi. And just the ability to talk to thousands and thousands and thousands of Mississippians on a, on a daily basis. And Governor Musgrove was right. Uh, it's in all of our DNAs to want to be out there, to want to be, listening to people to want to hear their stories. But there is something special about Mississippi. And one of the things I learned when I was Secretary of the Navy, uh, tearing around all over the world, uh, every time I would go on a ship, every time I'd go on a base, uh, the first people I'd see would be the Mississippians who were there. And it uh, it was more special for me than it was for them. 
but uh, it was it was terrific to see them representing us so well around the world. That's so awesome, and um, I can't I can't agree more. Governor Musgrave, what do you think of when you think of the heart of Mississippians? I, I think of when I was a child, my grandfather on my mother's side was a sergeant in World War One. He was about two hundred and twenty-five pounds, about six two. Loved the St. Louis Cardinals with the all 162 games. And I remember listening to him uh, before he died about being in the war and how important it was to fight for our country, to fight for our state, and then he came back to our state. And, and the people in Mississippi are not without flaw. None of us are saying that Mississippi is a perfect place and that we have no drawbacks and no problems. We do. But people reach out, as Governor Mavis said, as Governor Bryant said, they reach out with an open hand and an open heart to help people when people are in need. And, and I believe our response so many times is one of our greatest assets. Uh, Governor Barber will tell you that in times of tragedy like Katrina, we had people in Mississippi stepping up every place. Uh, when you're governor, you're expected to lead, but other people will follow if you provide the leadership. And we have so many that do that. And I am so proud of Mississippi and the way that she responds. Wow, what a what a great story! Th- thanks for sharing that, Governor Barber. You know, Ricky. Uh, you know, it failed to me to be governor during Katrina, as Ronnie as Ronnie said. And the one thing, you, not one thing, but one of the many, many, many things you learn in, a, in the mega disaster, which Katrina was the worst natural disaster in American history, is most people in crisis and catastrophe brings out good in them. Not everybody, but most people, the good comes out in them and they help their neighbors and they, they help their community. And boy, did we see that in in Katrina. I mean, we saw people who didn't have anything before the storm, lost everything they had, and then they were worried about the little old lady across the street who was shut in about her getting help. And it's a a wonderful thing. And I'm not saying it's unique to Mississippians, but I will make this point. Since 1870 and every census through 2010 for nearly 150 years, Mississippi's been the poorest state per capita in the country. It is also noted as the most generous state in giving to philanthropy. And that speaks volumes of what you what I saw, what Marcia saw during Katrina. People who who didn't have much just as generous and sometimes more generous than very wealthy people. And candidly, one of the differences here, because what Brian and Marie are doing is wonderful. A lot of times in Katrina, people were giving away their time. And time is something you had not got any more of. And so I, I, I really was, I feel myself fortunate to have had a chance to be the governor of Mississippi and to see that firsthand. And a lot of Americans saw it, I will tell you. Yeah, they sure did. There's no doubt about that. Hey, we're talking about the heart of Mississippians with four governors as we speak. And when we come back from this break, we'll hear from 
uh, we'll hear from Phil Bryant and, and understand you know, what he thinks of when he thinks of the heart of Mississippians. We'll see you after this break. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.